Hey everyone, this is Cody. And Sean. This is a place to hear about the paranormal, the supernatural, and everything in between. Hi everyone, this is The New Reality. I just wanted to tell everybody happy Friday. Um, We're excited about that. Mr. Cody and myself finally got the same days off, Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So Thank God it's Friday. (laughs) Holy cow, right? Um, We definitely work hard during the week, so this is really our our balance, if you will, uh, to be able to do these podcasts and, you know, do paranormal stuff. So it's a a pleasure to share our stories with everyone and can't say enough about how excited I am to be able to do this. It's, it's just fun. Great time. What do you think, Cody? No, it's fantastic. I, like like we've stated before, it's our passion. We love doing this stuff. Um, we actually just got the opportunity to do two private investigations within the, within the span of, what, like two weeks? Yeah, right. Um, and, that, I mean, that was that was amazing. We're kind of going to take a minute to talk about that. Um, so, you know, as you guys must know, Sean and I, we live in Southern California. And uh, we got the opportunity to investigate my dad's work, believe it or not. <laughs> That was crazy. Um, yeah, so he, he works, uh, he, he's a maintenance guy, and he works in a old, old warehouse, um, I guess it's been standing since like the 1900s, or something like that, and just a little, you know, a little quick recap of what he was telling me, he said he was in the building one day, and he heard um, a little girl scream out of nowhere, like a, he said maybe like a, a child, like nine, ten years old, like a high-pitched scream, like bloody murder, freaked him out, he ran outside the building. He knows I'm into this stuff, so he's like, hey, Cody... You gotta you gotta come check this place out. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. And then we kind of put it off for a while, right? We did, yeah. We I think he mentioned it. I want to say three, four weeks ago. And yeah, um, I just think we didn't get a chance to do it. Man. Right, and finally, didn't take him seriously. Yeah, exactly. Well, finally, you know, everything kind of aligned, and Sean and I were like, well, let's go investigate it. So we uh, we got our equipment ready and went over there, and it was crazy, right? Yes, I, I gotta say again, you know, I try to try to get an impression of the location before we get there, and and there was a lot of weird things that came in. Um, I did meet up with the girl. I didn't know about the girl, but I did notice there was a younger girl there. Um, we did get evidence that there was a younger girl there as well. Uh, they were, she was answering to some of our questions through the K2, and um, we got caught all kinds of stuff. But, yeah, and I also got an impression of a uh, holy person. He, You know, it was in period outfit. It was He had the round top hat, not top hat, but a rounded hat. Uh, it looked like an old Western uh, minister or priest. Well, what's crazy is we even got the the uh, ghost box to say, right. or not ghost box, the uh, ovulus yeah. to say reverend. Reverend, right? yeah. So, which again, like I was picking up on that, and I didn't feel like the reverend was from the building. Uh, I felt that the reverend was from the location, the land location. Uh, and I didn't necessarily think Ground Zero was the building. I wanted to say within... Uh, quarter mile radius not even that uh this this reverend was there and, and i felt like he took ownership of that area um uh, what i kept seeing was the reverend turning into this uh cowboy in all black and his intentions were good so yeah him responding with the obvious reverend it was just confirming which was great confirmed by his right. feeling so that was kind of interesting but no yeah there was there was definitely a lot of uh cold spots throughout the building when it was hot you know this was summertime and uh you know how warehouses get they get super hot but uh, a lot of a lot of cold spots we did catch 
pretty cool uh, orbs in that one building. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the the orbs basically there was a couple. Yeah, it was upstairs where we felt the the little girl was there. Right. Um. So we got like definitely, um, K two hits, um, phenomenon like the orb phenomenon where, uh, I I think I had the millimeter in my hand and this light appeared, and it just went down into the millimeter and then disappeared. Uh, then the room next door again. I made a comment walking in that room. I was like, holy cow, it's like walking through a, a wall. And you, you followed up and said, yeah, I feel that. Um, so we started asking questions. and uh, But we saw, I caught, well, we caught on camera that this orb was coming around, went up to like close to my chest, went down my arm, around and into my millimeter and out the back of the millimeter. And then back behind some desks but right definitely you could tell it was something that was just observing what was going on and which was really neat but again we also got i think kate we got some uh what was it uh um, digital recording yeah we got we got some digital recording um i'll definitely have to go through some more some more evidence on it because there was just there was a lot of chatter um throughout the recordings and it seemed like they would talk under us when we were talking right so it's really hard to kind of differentiate what was going on well they, they had a holding cell. i want to talk about that the the other side of the, the holding cell yeah so right. um i did feel uncomfortable when we were in the back corner like i kept feeling like i wanted to stop there but when you left remember you you captured something that's all that's so right i forgot yeah, no no it. yeah we so sean was in the back corner um, doing his own thing because he likes to, you know, be weird and hang out by himself. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I'm a little weird <laughs> so, like that. Hey, get away from me. <laughs> so I was starting to walk towards Sean, and I had my my earphones in. I was listening to my recorder, and I wear Nikes, so you can't hear when I'm walking, right? And all of a sudden, I hear like um, heels behind me. Yeah, like hard, hard heels, like walking fast, fast, right, right behind me. And I'm like, dude, I just heard footsteps. Did you hear that? And I thought it was Sean. And, and what was really surprising about all that is uh, Cody didn't run. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, we'd never run it. <laughs> like some people on TV. We, yeah. won't, go, we won't go there. We won't go anyway. There. Um, no, yeah. So it, it's pretty cool. We're actually going to be releasing that pretty soon on our Instagram. So you guys should check that out. Yeah. But um, that was actually one of the most prominent footsteps that I've caught. Yeah. That was not like usually we'd set the recorder down. And we hear footsteps coming up, but actually to hear it right behind you is pretty, yeah. pretty hair raising. Yeah, you could tell it was very clear. Like, like I said, like hard heels, you know, walking up. It almost sounded like it was walking past you. Like maybe it was a right. guard or something. Because wasn't that a holding cell for uh, inmates? The holding cell, yeah, ago? it was for. So back in the day, it was just it was just one little chain link cell, and that's where they would house prisoners uh, to get transferred to the actual prison. So it's pretty pretty neat. Did you ever get your handcuffs you accidentally left? There? I did. <laughs> so Sean's talking about so so obviously I'm in law enforcement and I brought my handcuffs as, as like a trigger object, and I sorry I, I cuffed it on the chain link fence and I yeah I completely forgot about those and <laughs> the keys right yeah I forgot my keys and it was it was kind of awkward going back the next day and picking those up. <laughs> well, actually, it, we were, we pretty much did a, what you might, would call in the slopes a yard sale. We left all our, a lot yeah, of equipment Yeah, we forgot there. a lot of stuff. But I, I, I think the reason being is that we're so much going on that we walked out of there drained. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was, you know, we had a motion sensor light in the middle of the warehouse. And again, there was some phenomenon going on in that area. But I was sitting in there, and all of a sudden, the motion light, a couple rows over, turns on by itself, and no, none of us were by it. And I think right after that is when you got reverend on the yeah. obelisk. Yeah. Um, 
and then as we we decided that area was going to be the hot spot towards the end of the night um we did like both cody and i both saw at the same time this quick like flash um kind of like the flash we talked about when we were at boron but it was like we had our eyes open um unfortunately cody was looking that way but didn't have the camera up, so we didn't catch it on the camera but we both reacted at the same time to it which you hear on camera too. Um, yeah, no, that was a bummer we didn't get that. Yeah. I thought for sure I was filming that way, but I was pointing down at the at the floor for some reason. Yeah. So. And going back to what I had said earlier, on the other side of the building, I was I didn't feel comfortable in the corner there, which basically the walls right there on the other side was where we saw the flash of light. So it seemed like that area there was um, definitely a different kind of feel a different like intensity and energy in that area there was just a lot of stuff unexplained stuff there right, right? we heard right. a lot of noises we couldn't and, and again it's a big warehouse so sean and i don't automatically say oh my god it's paranormal so we try and debunk a lot of things but a lot of stuff we couldn't really pinpoint what was going on we were having equipment issues left and right too yeah. like we were our our cameras weren't working properly our and camera died remember? yeah it just didn't work yeah. and um what else there was something else wasn't there like our k2 or one of our other meters were the millimeter the millimeter, the millimeter just yeah. stopped working um and, and you know it was it a dead battery but we had just replaced the batteries in it and, and you know for for those of you who don't know basically the, the theory is that spirits and ghosts they like to draw energy so they will suck your your equipment dry and you dry you yeah, know, yeah to yeah. try and manifest or try and show themselves yeah, with that being said, you know, a lot of times, you know, Cody and I, we do these investigations and we're wide open, right? We're, we're energizing and we're allowing to just gen uh, generate the area to help with phenomena. I, we don't intentionally do it because, I mean, we, we don't want to be drained, but um, this work does take a high level of energy. You know, you're, again, we've talked about this in the past with, with the sensitives, there's a level of adjusting our energy to meet whatever you know, the energy we're trying to communicate with halfway. Right. Um, we're solid, so we're mass and, and, you know, we're low vibration and energy, the spirits are high vibration. So there's a lot of just, by the time we're done with an investigation, recoveries, you know, one to two days long. And sometimes, depending on how much activity we get, it could take four days just to recover from well, something like that. Well, speaking of that low vibration, we just, you know, we, we came in contact with a uh, voodoo doll right yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is lame so yeah the, the other private case we were going to bring up right You're, yeah um, a friend of yours so yeah a really close buddy of mine was having some issues at his house i won't go into detail but basically he was depressed and he didn't know what was going on he woke up with three scratches he hears knocks in the middle of the night and wakes up at 3 a.m every night yeah, now a lot, a lot of people are like oh my god it's demonic right oh my god right so sean and i we go in there and we we try and figure out what exactly is going on or what he's been dealing with well, he did. You know, you said he had some articles, and and uh, Cody reached out to me. It was I was at work, but um, as soon as I got I, the vibe I got from it, it was like, yeah, I don't know what he's got there, but he needs to get rid of it. Um, you know, he had some collective collecting well, he, items. That yeah, he's positive. into like horror stuff, and you know, he likes to collect just weird stuff. He. he it's not his own fault, you know. He's curious, and he he just doesn't have the knowledge for it. I think everybody's at these these days are are curious, and there's more to believe than what you're seeing, and and everybody has their own ways of expressing what they're looking for. You know, we're all searching. I think we all feel like there's much more to uh, to what we what much more going on to what we can see, and that's his way of just trying to figure out what's going on. Right. But yeah, so he did get rid of that stuff, right? And yeah, yeah. So we got there, and, and well, before we got there, I told him, "All right, dude, you need to get rid of all that stuff. Like, it's 
just get rid of it completely. And throw uh, it away. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, no, we both got a bad feeling from it. You know, yeah. you and I both. And Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. The different feeling in his room all together. Right? Yeah. So he told me uh, he told me he threw it away and he slept that night. And he said he slept he slept better. Not not fully, you know, back to normal. And Sean and I were going to go the following weekend. So I asked him a couple of days later, how you know, how you feel? And he goes, well, I'm still waking up at 2.40 in the morning. And. Still got this, that, and going on, and pressed, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, Sean and I just got to go down there. Yeah. So, so yeah, walk into the house. So, um, again, oh, what was fun was the night before, right? We started talking, and uh, um, we started, what do, we, what do you call it when you, you, you put yourself in the location? So, yeah, we talked about the cemetery. He, he, it was, we almost, didn't talk it was about almost like you were remote, remote viewing. viewing. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. Right. Um, you know, he said he felt something at this this cemetery that was what not even maybe maybe 100 200 feet away yeah. from his house yeah it's really close well it was funny it was remote viewing it um i i saw that the cemetery um i saw and it set me back a, a few years it was probably late 60s um but it showed where there was this there was some kind of ceremonial thing being done in this church uh but or not church i'm sorry cemetery and i i saw black guardrail or the fencing it was in period concrete walking up to it i kind of and then i saw the mountains all around it um so i was going into more detail on what i was seeing we showed up and that was exactly what we saw right right um then i went into the apartment uh while the day before uh, and i saw definitely you know most apartments in southern california you walk in it's the, the entryways outside but i didn't see that it, i saw everything the entryway being in like a, a hotel plat of uh, uh, type of deal and I felt like he was on the second floor. Um, you know, I felt it was multi-level. Level. Um, Cody wasn't sure, but he said second second floor. I thought it was only two. But there was four, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I did feel like there was more, um, but I felt he was on the second floor, and that was accurate. So going back to the day of, um, going into the house. Yeah, going into the house, you know, it was super uh, – it was different. Like I said, Anthony's one of my good friends, and um, we went in there, and – yeah, it, it definitely felt heavy, um, especially mm -hmm. in his room. It was a completely different feel. Um, complete different. Yeah, I almost didn't even recognize what room I was in. That's how different it was. And uh, it's funny, I walked in and I'm, I, I felt heavy. I was like, wow, this this is really heavy. And I looked at Sean and Sean kept looking at the closet, right? Yeah. And and didn't feel. I felt like something was watching us. Yeah. I, I kept wanting to w open the closet. I didn't say nothing. Um, and it was funny. But if, but I didn't say nothing, and then your buddy said. Well, yeah, he said, well, I do have a voodoo doll in the closet. <laughs> and, and, and Sean I and I both like, look at each other, we're all, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. He pulled it out. I was like, okay, that's the thing that was looking at us. Yeah. Um, I was. I looked at it, and, it, and it's, again, when I connect, um, it's really fluent on the message that needs to be said. Uh, so there was a lot of, I felt that he was going through a lot of ch uh, life changes um, with relationships and dad and and I felt like whatever it was was dragging him down, which gave him ugly perspective right. on life, right? Well, and, well, grabbing, touching that voodoo doll, that was... Yeah. I didn't want to touch it. No, no. I, I, I touched it, and, you know, I, I immediately grounded and did my protection, did all that, and yeah. I touched it, and I still felt like I was in mucky water, yeah. right? I was, like, couldn't couldn't walk. It was very, very heavy. Yeah. And, and I set it down on the table, and I'm like, yeah, we got to take care of this. Yeah, you know, and, and again, like... Being faithful in your in your beliefs, I, I know and know, and knew that I was protected. I had nothing to worry about. 
Um, again, we want, always want to encourage everybody, your faith is strong. Um, continue to just embrace that, you know. It's really uh, important for you to, to just embrace um, your belief system. Uh, so I encourage everybody to do that. Uh, so, yeah, going back to the investigation, um, you know, we, he put the, the, we picked up the doll, put it on the counter or on his, his uh, end table. Right. Um, and proceeded to uh, get ready after and had the, your buddy leave. And um, I, I felt in, in the, as soon as I walked in the room or actually in the, the apartment, I definitely felt um, a female presence, um, not bad, loved one for sure. Uh, I asked the gentleman, I don't know if he wants his name to be resolved, so we won't say his name, but um, I looked at a picture on the wall and I pointed at it, I said, who's that? And because he had told a story about he'd lost some loved ones and his right, mom and dad right. felt that that loved one was still uh, close to them um, and it was still there at the location. So um, I, I was able to point out a picture, which was the individual that they felt was there. And I go, well, that, that person is there. Who is that person? And he confirmed that it was the person that um, he was telling about us earlier that it was his great aunt. His aunt. Yeah, yeah his aunt, mm-hmm. aunt was still there and, and just watching over oh, the family, really. That's what I got. He, she spent a lot of time in mom and dad's room, um, but she was really just trying to protect. Uh, so no bad intention, but she was trying to protect them from what was going on in um, Cody's buddy's room. So that was a little unnerving. Uh, well, not with her, because she was love, you know, she was loving the family, making right. sure they were safe, so. No, definitely dealing with, with that, with that, uh, the negative energy in, in his room was, was definitely unnerving. Right. So naturally, Sean and I started right there. Yeah, and, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we were sitting, and surprisingly enough, there wasn't a lot of activity. No, I captured, when really looking at it, we had some, uh, you know, again, or, our orbs are really hard to say, okay, this is paranormal. Uh, but <clears throat> when they, when they have, like, when they change direction and they move, slow down and speed up and or, or go through you, yeah, <laughs> go through you and come out the back and turn around and whatever, uh, it's hard to disprove or it's hard to like not say that that's paranormal. Um, of course, we're skeptics, but again, like we're we're looking at every aspect and, and if we discard everything, then nothing's going on. And, and I know, and Cody knew, um, something was there. Something was there, and and we. You know, again, we're not looking for a way to prove that, but we're not going to disprove everything to not prove that, So, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, we, in that room, there was definitely, there were some answers to the ghost box, but nothing really indefinite. We didn't well, well, it was cool when we split up, and I think we split up twice. We did. So I sat in the room while you went out in the living room, and I was doing a little ghost box session. And, I, you know, I had my earbuds on like I always do, I was listening, and... I was like, do you want Sean and I, Sean and us to leave? Like, what do you want? And then you hear a, a whisper say, go away. Yeah. Or go away. And it was kind of elongated. And I'm like, wow, do you want us to go away? And it was completely quiet after that. Nothing. Yeah. Again, it, it, yeah, it wasn't saying anything. All of a sudden, it's a few words. And then nothing again, right? Right. So, yeah, again, it's hard to disprove that, okay, why all of a sudden it's, you know, it's not. It's, it says something and it doesn't. Exactly. Um, but, you know, we haven't gone through all of the material. No. And, well, that and, was just last weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, again, with the two of us, it takes a little bit of time for us to go over all of uh, the data we've captured. But um, we did because the, the ghost box is so fast and, and we're listening at the same time. It's hard to capture that. So I did catch some things where we were answering or asking questions and they're 
was an answer. Um, there was a time where it said, help me. And, and it was responding to, there was, a, there was some other things where we would ask a question and there'd be a response. Right. Um, which we do normally, well, that happens where it happens so fast, we don't necessarily hear it at the investigation level. But once we go over and we're able to go through the, the video and look at it three, four times, you know, we can go, wait, wait a minute. You, you can hear that in the ghost box without messing with, you know, trying to enhance anything. You could hear a clear answer to the question that we did add. So. Yeah. And that's the thing too. When we go through evidence, uh, Sean and I both, we don't like to enhance anything. So right. if we, if we catch something and we have to enhance it, I, I won't even bother yeah. putting it up just cause it's not authentic. You know, maybe it's just for, for our own fun that we enhance it just to see if we can get anything out of it. But you know, we don't want to create something. It's, it's obvious. Yeah, like I do, we do had some um, video from your dad's uh, work location. Again, that place was never investigated by anybody but us, which is right, great. Right. But um, there was definitely EVPs on the video. You could hear us talking and something in the background, but it, we couldn't tell what they it said. But you could see it was. A, I'm sorry, you could hear that it was a third voice. Right. And and that's again, that's not disproving. That's that's not disproving there's nothing there it's it's a voice that's not ours yeah and a lot of times that happens too you'll 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 find on a lot of investigations there's a lot of undertone or when you're just having a casual conversation not even talking about ghost hunting they'll like to chime in right yeah yep. we've seen that all the, all the time yeah. hey and again you going back to what we said earlier about um you know vibration and a frequency and so you're you've got this this energy that's at a higher frequency trying to uh, leave a voice imprint that that we can understand. Well, again, they're, they're, they they have to practice to try to make a clear voice as much as we try to communicate with them with our practices. So um, they may not come out clear, but they are trying to say something. Right. Um, so you know, again, I think uh, as we continue to do what we're doing, um, we're just going to get better. Uh, yeah, going back to the present. Yeah, back back to the so you know we we uh, we spent about I don't know a couple hours two, three, three four hours. hours there something like that and uh, so we did we wanted to do a clearing for sure wanted to do a clearing for Anthony and and just make it you know make it as blissful as possible yeah and, and he didn't want to again the family requested that we didn't let their loved one pass correct and in going back go ahead and as far as the sage thing, yeah so like, you know sean and i we use sage a lot you know sage palo santo and, and we bring in the the blessing and the clearings and uh so basically for the for those of you who don't know sage when you bring in sage like you clear everything good bad and different the whole thing it goes away um so they requested they didn't want their loved one to go away so sean and i had to kind of revamp our our style so it was we, natural, really. yeah it was kind of it was divinely guided for sure yeah. um you know I, I would hold space with i use selenite sticks which is a crystal so i would hold the space that we sean, just got right? that we just got yeah and sean would uh sean would go into his his prayer and his mantra and uh we'd go to different portions of the house and we intent is huge right so we'd go right. in with intent we break in our Archangel Michael, you know, right. which we do every every time we go into any place, yeah. and we really we really try and cleanse the negative issue. And I think so. One of the things that when we go to a clearing, we're both really open to whatever divine wants us to do, and what direction and how we need to cleanse the location. Um, so when we go in and we're doing a clearing, we just open up, and and I really feel like that's what happened here. Um, I really 
you know, we just got into a nice zone, um, divinely guided, like Cody said, and whatever came to heart came. Um, you know, even doing the ceremony was, you know, you felt just enlightened and you felt this beautiful, uh, positive energy. We felt it uplifting, right? Yeah, yeah, like instant, you know, uh, um, bringing in beautiful divine light. And, and Archangel Michael, you know, again, we've talked in uh, other podcasts about, you know, our, our main dude is Archangel Michael. Can we go out and have beers together? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like he's, he's our go-to. And, you know, I think that he knows that and... And so you make sure he's there. It just goes back to, to having that faith, right? You have to have yeah, that faith in something. No matter what it is, just hold on to that. Yeah. But for those of you curious about the voodoo doll, um, I did tell Anthony we'll take care of it. So I we, we actually did. grabbed it. And we took it uh, took it with us and we were going to bury it. And uh, so th- there, there's a lot of different ways to take care of voodoo dolls. Again, Sean and I work with intent. It's, it's, I think it's the yeah. best. Divinely guided. Yeah, the best type of clearing you can, you can have. Right. Um, you know, everybody will tell you there's all these different rituals and all these different practices, but really it's what, what sticks with you, right? right? And, and It's called surrender. You know that, like, your intention is what is guided. Um, it, it'll be exactly the way it's supposed to be. Right. Right. Um, like you said, you know, we did bury it, but yeah, we, what we did when we buried it was what, what was Well, yeah, it. so, but we didn't just bury it and say, all right, we're good. Goodbye. Yeah, let's go home. We'll see you later. <laughs> hey, squirrels, you might want to dig that up. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know we, uh, I mean? no. we put it in the ground and, and we did a, we did a blessing over it, you know, right. and it was a really strong blessing. We brought, we actually brought in, uh, two archangels. We brought in Archangel Michael and, uh, Archangel Raphael and, and we I, added guy. We yeah. added Mother Earth. Mother Earth as well. Take on the, the you know, the negative energy is fertilizer and, and just bringing, um, beauty from a negative uh, thing, you know? So it's kind of, again, at the end, it's always about love. It's always about beautiful divine light. It's all about, you know, cleansing with the beautiful intent to clear. Yep. Um, and you know, it's just, again, you, if your heart's pure and your intention is pure, what you need will become. It's just, that's the bottom line. If you, your intention's there, and you have that knowing that it's going to be taken care of. It's taken care of. It's that well, easy. Well, that's the beautiful thing. So a couple of days later, you know, we call Anthony and ask how he's doing. And he's doing great. You know, he's sleeping all the way through the night. He's not really depressed. He's happy when he wakes up. And that, and that, that warms right. my heart, right? Because right. That, that means we're doing what we're meant to do. We're and, doing. And we're in service. Absolutely. And didn't, he, didn't his dad, his dad was... His dad said he, he, was, uh, he noticed a, a lifting in the house as well. Awesome. So there's no, you know, there's no more heaviness and whatnot, and, and that's what it's all about, yeah. really. And, and, you know, guys, we're having fun doing this. Like, I get, yeah, it's scary. Oh, my God, it's a voodoo doll. Yeah, that's scary, but, you know, the bottom line, Cody and I want to be at service, and, and that's exactly what we were. We, a family was in distress... And we want to help them so they can live comfortably and live a comfortable life. And our intention was to do that. And that was like, that's exactly what happened. Um, loved it. Absolutely. Fulfilling. Well, all right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us on uh, Friday. Let's go home and uh, have a few beers and get some sleep, right? <laughs> Make sure you follow us on all our social media. Uh, Instagram is going to be the underscore new underscore reality 11. Twitter is going to be at the new reality with two Y's. And uh, also follow and like our podcast. Also, sports fans, uh, our website will be open soon. So we'll let you guys know when that happens. Perfect. See ya. See you guys.